thank you for the love of a mother, O oh Lord. This morning, we thank you for the mother of this house, O oh God. That womb that gave birth to us, O oh God, spiritually. We thank you for the love of her, O oh Lord. We say, may your name be glorified this morning, O oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus. And we thank you for all the mothers in this house, O oh God. We bless your name, O oh God, for grace and strength, O oh God. We thank you for the hearts that you given to all mothers. This morning, we say, may your name be glorified. You are a mother to us. You are a mother to the motherless. You are a father to the fatherless. You are the king of kings. Father, this morning, speak a word in season to us. Ah, Lord, speak a word in season to us, oh God. Uh, Jehovah Lord, speak a word in season to every heart in this place. Not my voice, but let your voice be heard, O oh God. Let grace accompany your word. Let power accompany your word. Let spirit accompany your word. Let fire accompany your word. Let water accompany your word. In the mighty name of Jesus. We do your thing in our midst. Let this great day. Be an anointing and blessed day. Let it be a day of transformation, oh God. Do your thing in our midst this morning. And let your name be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me have Judges 5, verse 1 to 7. Every great thing that God starts, it starts with the woman. Then Deborah and Barak, the son of Abinam, sang on that day, saying, When leaders led in Israel, when the people willingly offered, offered themselves, bless the Lord. Hear, O kings, give ear, O princes. I, even I, will sing to the Lord. I will sing praise to the Lord God of Israel. Lord, when you went out from Seir, when you marched from the field of Edom, the earth trembled and the heavens poured. The clouds also poured water. The mountains gushed before the Lord. This Sinai, before the Lord God of Israel. In the days of Shabna, son of Anath, in the days of Jael, the highways were deserted. The travelers walked along the byways. Village life ceased. It ceased in Israel until... I, Deborah, arose, arose in Israel. It's a time for us women to arise in the church. There's something awesome that God is about to do in our midst, but it's about time that we rise out from our comfort zones. This morning, I'm preaching on a message entitled, The Godly Mother. The Godly Mother. There's a purpose why God created a man and a woman. In the book of Genesis 1, 26 to 27, then God said, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him male and female. He created them. Question is, God created man. 
and God created a woman. So is God man and woman? God created man to represent, man represents the authority and the strength of God. God is a God of two sides. He's a God of power. He's a God of dominion. He's a God of authority. He has all power belongs to our God. So when God created man, God gave man to represent him on earth as the authority of God. And as the strength of God. Then God took his time. And God created a woman. And the woman represents the soft, merciful, and compassionate nature of God. So when we are saying God is be- when we are saying God is awesome, we don't say God is handsome. We say God is beautiful. I've never heard anybody say the psalmist never said that God is handsome. But the psalmist said God is beautiful. That is how God is described as beautiful. So when God was creating man, he was creating the beautiful side of him. That is why there's a difference between a man and a woman. Hallelujah. When Adam saw Eve, he was like, wow. I've seen all God creations, but this one, dear, should they be? Because the calves, the hair, the face, the skin, everything. Listen, woman is that God took one rib and created a woman. What woman comprises of is the merciful, love, compassionate, kind, sweet, patient, kind of God. A woman represents the mother's side of God. Let me tell you something. When you talk about a mother, it is not every woman that is a mother. Let me tell you who a mother is. A mother is a woman rebirth transformed or conformed into the image of Christ or by time they are one of for we are dimu ah wa sakra na who Christ soon soon so e won mu that is a mother transformed and conformed into the image is Christ like when you see her, you see God in her. Hallelujah. So who is a mother? A mother represents the loving, caring, compassionate, merciful, generous nature of God. It is a will of God that every woman, everyone here, the son of my voice, will become the godly mother. Because there's a great importance why God created a woman. And I'll tell you something, a woman is the last, bo- last born baby of God, the last of God's creation. When God created everything, he said there was something that was still missing. And it was God's goodness. He said it's not good for man to be alone. So God brought man a what? A good. When we talk about a mother, a mother is a good woman. Because listen to this, we can make a great impact in our world today. If the godly mother in us comes out, 
This morning, I want to talk to you about seven peculiarity, the peculiarity of godly mothers. What makes mothers or godly mothers so unique? And I, I, believe, I believe strongly that this will be the beginning of great change in our lives. I believe that through this message, listen, your life and my life will never be the same again. Mothers represent the nature of God, like I said. God feeds us. What does God feed us with? When I was growing up, whenever I heard a mother praying, she would say that, wow, what do we The one who puts his breasts in thousands' mouth to feed. So what does God feed us with? God feeds us with this, with the milk of the word. Hallelujah. Just like a mother breastfeeds a child till she becomes strong and independent. Hallelujah. Now, who is a godly mother? Or what are the peculiarities of a godly mother? A godly mother is a life giver. A mother gives birth to her children. Adam referred to her as mother of all living. When Adam saw Eve, she said she's a mother of all living. In Genesis 3 verse 20. And Adam called his wife a wife's name, Eve, because she was the mother of all living. She was a, a life giver. She's the mother of all living things. She's the one that births everything that we see. They call the earth Mother Nature, Mother Earth. Hallelujah. In Isaiah 42, verse 14, it says, I have held my peace a long time, I have been still and restrained myself. Now I will cry like a woman in labor. I will pant and gasp at once. This confirms what I'm saying. The woman represents the mother's side or, or the soft and compassionate side of God. She's a life giver. Let me tell you something. A mother is not only one who has been at the uh, labor ward. But a mother is the one who makes positive impact in other lives. A mother is one who gives hope. This morning, I was just praying and asking God to bless my mother. Because if it was not my mother, I would not be able to read what is on the wall. I wouldn't have gone to school. Because I was single-handedly raised by a woman. She took me to school. My life would have been cut off. I, would have, I wouldn't have been who I am today without a mother. So what she did was, she gave me life. Hallelujah. So mothers are life givers. One peculiar thing about mothers is that when a mother gives birth, she forgets all her sorrow. Let me have John 16 verse 21. A mother easily forgets all her sorrows. As soon as she births, she has the grace to forget her pain. A woman, when she is in labor, has sorrow because her hour has come. But as soon as she has given birth to a child, she no longer remembers the anguish for the joy that a human being has been born into the world. One thing I want us to understand is that if you want to become a godly mother, you should, must learn to forget your pain. You must learn to forget your hurts. You must learn to forget the bad things that has happened in your life. You must be able to forget because as soon as you deliver, you forget all that you have gone through, all the pain that you have gone through. Ah, as soon as a child comes out, hey, hallelujah. Sometimes a man will maltreat a woman, 
And later on, go to her and say that, I'm sorry. She said, okay. And she forgave. But when a woman hurts a man, it is difficult for him to let go. Godly mothers easily forget their sorrow because they are life givers. Number two, a godly mother is selfless in provision. A godly mother is selfless in provision. That is one peculiar thing about godly mothers. And that is they are full of tender mercies and compassion that it causes them to deny themselves. I know of a woman who gave birth and at a point in time, the husband neglected her. At a point in time, she couldn't even buy panties for herself. And the daughter or the children, she has about twins, they were young and they had to buy baby napkin. So this woman would go and beg. And do you know what she'd be wearing? Boxer shorts. Sometimes even cloth. She just wear her cloth like that. Nobody will see that she's not wearing panty. Only God knows what she goes through. And she'll go and buy the napkin for her children. She's not thinking about herself. She's thinking about her children. Isn't that how God is? Proverbs 31 verse 15. She also rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household and portion for her maid servants. A godly mother sees to the needs of her children. She sees to the needs of her husband. A godly mother cooks in the house for her children. A godly mother does not buy indomie, indomie, indomie. A godly mother does not buy take away, take away, take away. Sometimes, sometimes, children are going to school and a woman does not even know what her children are going to eat and just put two Ghana cities. Would you want to buy something and eat? As to what the child eats, that woman does not know because she doesn't have time to cook. What a child ate the whole day, she does not know. A child comes home in the evening and you go and buy indomie at the roadside for the child. What is your child eating? What is your husband eating? All you do is buy kenke. Hallelujah. Come in, Kenna. Listen. Listen, God fed the Israelites. Bible says in the morning he gave them manna. In the evening he gave them meat to eat. A godly woman cooks and shows that her children are eating healthy food. That is why you are in Christ's jubilee. You are not eating indomie, but you are eating the good word of God. Let me tell you something. Jesus Christ demonstrated the motherly side of God. Look at Luke 9, verse 11 to 17. And when the multitude knew it, that's where following Jesus, they followed him and received them and spoke to them about the kingdom of God and healed those who, were, who had need of healing. When the day began to wear out, the twelve came and said to him, send the multitude away that they may go into the surrounding towns and country and lodge and get provisions for we are in a deserted place here. Verse 13. And he said to them, you give them something to eat. And they said, we have no more than five loaves and two fish. Unless we go and buy food for all these people. No more kajis is asem. For there are about 5,000 men. Then he said to his disciples, make them sit down in groups of 50. And they did so and he made them all sit down. Then he took the five loaves and two fish and looking up to heaven, he blessed and broke them and gave them to the disciples to sit before the multitude. And they all ate and were filled. 
and 12 baskets of the leftover fragments were taken up by them. Jesus Christ was a mother. He ensured that they eat and they were full. A godly mother always ensures that whoever comes to her home eats something. Oh, did We have got into an era where women who, because uh, whenever, no, then they will hide the food under their table because you don't want to give anybody something to eat. But godly mothers, whether they have or they don't have, even the little they have, they always provide for others to eat. Number three, godly mothers train up their children. Godly mothers, they train up their children. Hosea 11 verse 3 to 4. I taught Ephraim to walk, taking them by their arms. But they did not know that I healed them. I drew them with gentle cords, with bands of love. And I was to them as those who take the yoke from their neck. I stooped and fed them. Listen to this. If you are a woman, understand that there's a reason why God created you a woman and not a man. Women have been graced with, has been given the ability to train up children, whether with or without a man. I was single-handedly trained by a very tough woman. I wasn't trained by a man. I had no man figure in my, the only man figure in my life is my father, Reverend Nicholas Yebua. That's the only father I've ever known. When you are misbehaving and you see her car come, you run and go and do what you have to be, has to be done. God has given mothers or women or godly mothers the ability to train children. We have gotten into an era where mothers have left their children in the care of house helps. We have gotten to the era where women are so busy, they have left their children to, to be trained by TV and cartoons. We have gotten to an era where mothers have left their children into the hands of teachers to train up children. There's a role that a teacher plays. But when it comes to training of a child, it's a mother. Let me tell you something. Sometimes, you see a mother hen, bowel or whatever, going... She's in front, and all the chickens are behind her quietly. And she's going. She's not watching her back, but she's going. And they are all following. Sometimes you see a duck in a pond. She's ahead, and all the ducklings are quietly behind her. Listen to this. Children know the voice of their mother. When the mother talks, Children, listen. Let me have Second Timothy 3 verse 14 to 17. And I'll read Proverbs 22 to 6. And John 10 verse 27. But you must continue the things which you have learned and been assured of. Knowing from whom you have learned them. And that from childhood you have taught the holy scriptures. Which are able to make you wise. For salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. 16. All scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. That a man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. The knowledge you have, the wisdom you have, you must be able to inculcate it into your children. 
get them to become godly. Because you know what? You will be accountable to your God for your children. Sometimes you see a half-naked woman, a half-naked girl on the street, and you ask, where is the mother? Where is the mother? So when she was coming out, didn't the mother see this child? Mothers, Deborah said, I arose. I arose. It's about time we arise. We are showing are going wayward. Don't be happy because they go and bring you money. Who are you? A godly mother. And when you come to church, you see a girl, a lady, half her showing her breast. Go and correct her. Tell her, hey. That's one time I told a lady, hey, I tell her about sorry. It's not good. Change it. Don't dress. Showing your body like that in church. Why? When you come to church, you see a girl sitting. Her beads are showing. One here. Did you hear what I said? When you're sitting in church and a girl is sitting in front of you, not well dressed, give her a knock. Also, who walk? Hallelujah. That is why God made us. Correct the wrongs. When I was growing up, somebody's mother can creep you up. But today, go and creep somebody's daughter. Proverbs 22, verse 6. Are you being blessed this morning? Hallelujah. Train up a child the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. How you train a child determines how the child becomes. John 10 verse 27. My sheep hear my voice and I know them. Be able to talk to your children with your eyes. As a godly mother... Don't don't talk. When a child sees you, they look in your eyes. They should be able to correct themselves. If you have a child and the child is not uncontrollable, is running up and down, is is uncontrollable, you are a problem. Let your children hear your your voice. Let them see the look in your eyes. Caning children does not kill them. I cane my children. When they go wrong, cane them. Correct them. Because tomorrow, when a child goes past a certain age, you cannot correct a child. Because whatever a child is, he has already formed that character. And you can never, and you can't sorrow upon you. Mothers are home builders. Let me tell you something before I close this one. We have got into an era where you don't have time to take care of your children. But you have time to spend one hour behind a mirror doing makeup. Contour, concealer, highlighter. And then your children, your house help is caring for your children. Hallelujah. Godly mothers are home builders. They build homes. When it comes to creating a home or family, it is done by a mother. Not a woman, a mother. Whenever you see a woman that lacks a mother, you just know it. Because everything is haywire. But when a woman has when a home has a mother, Listen, a mother keeps her home because the family, the home, shelters her children. So when a mother is living with even a a very difficult man, she is very tolerant because she knows that her children must be sheltered and kept in that home. A mother is peaceful. A mother is not quarrelsome. Hallelujah. Proverbs 25 verse 24. 
And I also read Proverbs 3, verse 6, and 1 Samuel 25, verse 6. It is better to dwell in a kind of a housetop than in a house shared with a contentious woman. When they say contentious woman, it means quarrelsome woman. But who is quarrelsome? Listen to this. From today onwards, every quarrel in your house, let it not be you the one who starts the quarrel. In Jesus' name. Mothers don't start fire. They actually they quench fire. There's a story in um, 1 Samuel 25, 26 downwards. The Bible says that Nabal acted foolishly and was risking the life of all his, his family. And David was upset with Nabal's decision not to give him whatever was due him. But Abigail, this woman of God, she left her home and went to meet David. And if you read that verse, the way a man Abigail spoke to David, she spoke with so much grace that it calmed David's heart. A woman knows how to talk, when to talk. Bible says in Proverbs 3 verse 16, did I get the verse right? It talks about, have, no, give me 13, 16 maybe. I think I got the verse wrong. That words are like honeycomb, sweet words. I think I got, I mixed up the verse. But it talks about how to talk with grace. She talks with so much grace. When your husband is upset, you know how to talk and when to talk. Hallelujah, somebody. Because you are angry, that doesn't mean you have to speak anyhow. doesn't show that you are godly. It doesn't show that you are a mother. Because a mother is able to contain. She waits and contains. At the right time, she talks. Godly mothers are generous. Godly mothers are generous. She never keeps. Godly mothers never keeps. They give their all. Listen to this. To the men in the house, please listen to me. When you treat a woman right, eh, she, she will give her everything to you. But when you treat her wrong, maybe you haven't been to hell before, but she'll give you a taste of it. When she's not a godly woman, I mean. Treat a woman right. Because she will give she will give her all to you because she understands given. She knows that it's a, it's, it is the nature of God and it's a divine principle. So they are givers. They give and give. Even when you don't give them, they will give and give and never stop giving. First Samuel, first Samuel 1, 21, 28. Quickly, please. My time is almost up. I think you all know this story. So I'm not going to read it. But it's about the story of Hannah. And how Anna gave her only son, Samuel, to God. And through that act of giving, God gave Hannah other sons and daughters. If you go on to read John 12, verse 1 to 3, let's read that, but that was a short verse. John 12, 1 to 3. Godly mothers are their givers. Look at this one. John 12, verse 1 to 3. Let's go back to verse 2. There they made him a supper, and Martha served. But Lazarus was one of, the, of those who sat at the table with him. Verse 3. Then Mary took a pound of very costly oil of spinkenard and anointed the feet of Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the fragrance of the oil. Mary gave a costly thing to God, a costly perfume to God. Godly mothers don't mind when they give and they are giving to God. They give Oh, they are all. If, if they say a woman parts with her expensive perfume, 
Hey, some of us, the things you have kept in your wardrobe for so many years, only God knows. Some can take only God knows how many years. If they tell you to come and give it to the church, will you give it? Godly mothers understand giving. They give on unconditionally with all because they know that they are they are they are of the nature of God, the mother's side of God, and God the sweet and compassionate side of God is given. God gives and gives and gives. If God has not given to you and I, where will you and I be? Wait, listen, if you want to become a godly mother, listen, be liberal. When it comes to the things of God, give as if you are crazy. Because that's your nature. That's how God created you. Give her. You don't retain. You give. Receive the grace to be givers in Jesus. I said, receive the grace to be a giver in Jesus' name. If you are owing God any vow, please, at the sound of my voice, pay your vows to God. Anna asked God for something. As soon as she saw that thing, Bible records that Samuel was very, very young. But she, as soon as she weaned him, so she was about six months, he was about six months old. When Hannah took him, and a mother, a mother, a mother with a six-month-old son, first only son, gave him to the church. But she departed with it. How difficult is it for you to part with dear things? Receive grace to be a giver. I said receive grace to be a giver. Whenever it comes to give, never keep, never keep, and never question, how am I going to get? How am I going to receive? How am I going? Give that thing to God. Hallelujah. Mothers are helpers. Godly mothers are helpers. She makes the vision of God possible. She invests in the things of God. Listen to this. If God had not given Jesus mothers, to attend to his needs. I'm not sure he'll be able to do here the work that God had ordained for him to do. Matthew 27, verse 55. If God had not given Jesus mothers, women who were following, they were following him everywhere. I'm believing God that the land that you're going to be, where you're going to start building, we'll just take, we'll just start the foundation. We'll just start daddy, take this money and just start the foundation. Amen. Hallelujah. Because this man were following Jesus from Galilee everywhere and they were ministering to him they were making sure that the plans of god for jesus comes to pass it must happen it must happen they were following him and helping listen if the church will move to different dimension it will depend on you and me and what we do in this house it's our month of giving how generous have you been when it comes to offering every sunday one kind of city every sunday how can god change your life if one city another two Please, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Sometimes you need to put God to test. Don't give because you have. Give because you want to have. And God will supply all your needs according to his riches, Christ Jesus. If you're a woman who worries about how am I going to do this, you will never see the hand of God. Listen to this. In the story is being told, I have to rush to because my time is up. In Genesis 27 verses 1 to 10, how Rebecca made the plans of God visible. God had put two children in the womb of Rebecca. But God said, the junior shall become the head of the senior. 
It was the plans of God. But this Rebecca was able to help make the plans of God a reality. It was God ordained. God had said that Jacob rule over Esau. Whether it is or that's how God has already ordained it. And Rebecca was able to help make it possible. Maybe your husband is not giving you money. Your children want to go to university. Go and sell all your cloth and make it a possible. Make the vision possible. Whether he gives or he doesn't give, make the vision, the plus of God for your children a reality. In the name of Jesus, receive that grace. If you look at the wind, you never saw some men are irresponsible. If you look at them, you destroy glory, God's plan. But God knows why he made you a woman. Have you been blessed this morning? Godly mothers are very industrious. Godly mothers are not lazy. They don't do one thing. They are, their hands are always full. They are sewing. They are baking. They are doing this. They are selling pure water. They are doing this. We have gotten to an era where women will buy 2,000 Ghana cities a week. Do you know why I want to cut my hair? It's not because I want to look funky. Because I want to save money. Every time I go and do my hair, 20 Ghana, 200 Ghana, I go and buy a wig. I don't have Samsung, no, no. So it's not because I want to be funky. I just went to cut and dye the small to make it funky. I am saving money to invest. You don't know. Listen. Some of us, we want to go and start businesses. You are waiting for a man to give you money. There's something wrong with you. <laughs> there is something wrong with you. Listen, when the woman... The, <laughs> oh my God. Let your husband find you doing something. Bible records the virtuous woman. She was up and running. Doing this. Go back and go and read. Proverbs 31, 10 downwards. The husband was playing dummy. Oh, dummy. It was square. And the wife was like, out and about, working to go and buy lands. Listen, if you want to become a godly mother, there is something inside of you. The strength that you have is not physical. That is why you can carry a child at your back and still sell and still carry something on your head and be selling and going up and down. Don't wait for the man to give you money. Go out and do something. Hallelujah. God did not create you to be poor because you are mother of all living. You are supposed to care for your children and other children. So you must work. Every day problems, problems. Marital issues. So don't buy the book to and read and leave me alone. Please, your hands. You, you don't have 10 hands, so you have 50 hands. The things that your hands can do, whatever you do will prosper. Receive the grace to do well. Whatever business you are doing, receive the grace to do well. In the name of Jesus, may God bless your hands. In Jesus' name. May you never lack money. Hallelujah. I want to say this as I come to a close. Understand that. However you see mothers and however you treat mothers is how you be treated. I want to advise all the men in the house. Some of the husbands make our work so 
difficult. We are supposed to be your helpers. We are supposed to make things happen in your life. Sometimes you make some, some, they're, they're, those men are not in this household. Some men make women hurt. They grieve them. So they end up diluting the good in them. They worry women. They say, Those men are not in this house. They are not here. Christ, they are not like that. They are very, very decent men. They are, they are not, nobody is like that in this house. They are outside, not here. But when you go, tell them. Eh? Hallelujah. I have a, a case I'm handling. A man who has been married to a woman for nine years has four children with her. The man for the past two, for two months has run away with the lady's car and her money is nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. Sometimes the kind of things that men do to women, sometimes you don't know. If you call your wife a witch and things are not working for you, don't think that because she's a witch or she's something. It is because you're not treating her well. That is why the Bible says in Peter, if you treat her bad, your prayers will not be heard. So you call your wife, you're a demon. You are a witch. She's not a witch. You are treating her bad. Please, to all the men in the house, to all our husbands in the house, make our work easy. And your life will be so blessed. Hallelujah. I pray for all the women, men in the house that you be lovely husbands, good husbands, faithful men. Hallelujah. Don't hurt any woman. Please, it's not a good thing. And to all the mothers in the house, I think I've said enough, but as I come to a close, please, don't allow any man to change who God made you to be. Don't allow the attitude of any man to change who God. Listen to this as I come to a close. A woman is a good that God gave to man. Bible says that he that finds a wife, when the Bible says a wife, it means a godly woman, a wise and virtuous woman. He that finds a godly woman obtains favor. Why would God bless you when you find a godly woman? Hallelujah. So it means that women, we are good to men. So be good. Don't allow the behavior, the attitude, and anything of a man to change who you are. You are a good person. You represent the sweetness and soft and beautiful side of God. Hallelujah. Bible says, let's leave with the last scripture. Proverbs 18 verse 22. As I come to a close, I'm done. Proverbs 18 verse 22. He who finds a wife, finds a good thing, and obtains favor from the Lord. So you are a good thing to man. Hallelujah. You are the goodness of God. Listen to this. The blessing that comes being a godly mother. Your children become great in the land. Do you know why? All the prophets in the Bible were born of godly women. When you are a godly woman, your children become great. When you're a godly woman, you will be blessed amongst all women. That is why Mary's name is Mary, thou art blessed amongst women. She was a godly woman. When you're a godly woman, you never lack any good thing. When you're a godly woman, God fights your enemies for you. Those who worry you, those who hate you. Bible says when a man says please God, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. When anyone hates you, he hates God. Because you have been humbled and conformed because of God. So when anybody hates you, God fights them on your behalf. When you're a godly woman, you have a fulfilled life. When I say fulfilled life, that is why we were born. That's why we are created. To bring life to our world. To make an impact to our world. So you live a fulfilled life. 
when they're godly, when you make an impact in your generation. No, it's not only your children who should call you blessed. Other children should call you, ah, I am blessed because of you. How you, you took me in, you, t- you cared for me. What a blessing. When everybody is telling you I'm a blessing. Hallelujah. Receive the grace to be a blessing out to others. Hallelujah. And you'll be rewarded on earth. And you'll be rewarded in heaven. And lastly, all your children will call you a blessing. Can it be on your feet? Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you. Thank you, oh God. Lift up your voice, church. Begin to thank the Lord for this word. Thank the Lord. None of us. Thank the Lord they are among the chosen to build God a house. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. May your name be glorified. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Let's give a big clap of honor to the Lord. Amen.